Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be gullible men who get played by manipulative women. Well, I've got two different emails to go with you, go through with you. The first one's from a guy he's read Three Percent Man seven times, and he goes through how his ex-girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, treated him. And some of his experiences with new women, and part of the problem, he says, is he's continually, it seems, attracting the same type of women. In other words, women that are interested in his money, his what he can do for them. And so he's obviously attracting the same kind of women into his life and not the kind that he really wants. So there's obviously some kind of mismatch in the vibe that he's putting out into the world because he keeps attracting the same kind of woman. And the second one is a guy who he claims, he claims he's read 3% man 33 times, but yet he's emailing me about a girl he works with who is engaged to her fiance for like six years, but she's showing him interest. He's like, how do I play it? So the, these should be some interesting emails i was i was talking to a a guy i was doing a phone session with the other day and he'd been following me for i don't know six six seven years he'd only read the book like i think it was like three times he had read it and that was several years ago before the most recent woman he got involved with and so he as we're going through the phone session he's got the i mean he's giving me the impression that he's following everything along dutifully but this girlfriend of his just doesn't seem to want to make the time for him and almost is like she's annoyed that he even wants to spend time with her she's talking about she needs space she's hinting at breaking up and it's like something's not jiving and I'm and then I asked him I was like so what percentage are you reaching out to her first versus her reaching out to you first and he had been saying it well it's mostly her and then that's what we were talking about like the last last few weeks. And he's like, actually, it's been all me. <laughs> and I was like, you've been following me for all these years. And you, the guy really believed he was following the, the book, even though he's doing 100% of the pursuing. And his girlfriend is saying she needs space. And when he's, he's like basically begging her to give him attention. Hey, can I come by? Can I come by and hang out with you? Can I come by? and stay with you and it's just that's one of the things about what i do is so amazing to me is how much us guys we delude ourselves when our emotions are engaged it's like we literally will deny reality it's what's called a scotoma and we've all had that experience where say there's like you're looking for salt in the cabinet and you're like hey honey where's the salt hey where's the salt your roommates or whatever and they're like oh it's in the top cabinet you look and you're like there's no salt in the top cabin or there's no Cajun seasoning in the top cabin where you said it was. And the other person's like, yes, it is. Top cabin, top shelf. You're like, I'm looking at it. There's not, it's nothing there. And so the person is convinced that it's not there. And then somebody comes over and grabs it. It's literally right in front of you and goes, what's this? So it's a scotoma. We've all had that. And so when emotions are involved, because we make our decisions based upon our emotions and we use logic and reason, that's why especially guys get involved with girls they really like. It's like they project the fantasy. They literally completely ignore reality. They bullshit themselves. They literally lie to themselves. Just like this client I was talking to who 
the woman, at least at that point in the story, was she was doing most of pursuing, and then like the last few weeks, he's like, well, it's a hundred percent me, and you know, because it had been, I'm sorry, by back, it had been fifty fifty most of the relationship. I was like, well, you understand the book explains what happens when it's fifty fifty. That's your platonic roommates, and he's wondering why his girlfriend hadn't had sex with him in the last six months. It's like she's just not turned on. And so it's like asking the right questions and it's like sometimes my job is, makes it difficult. It's like pulling teeth to get the guys to admit the truth. And then when you find out the girl hasn't slept with them in months and she's putting them off, she's hinting at breakups, and yet he thinks he's doing everything right. And then meanwhile, he's doing 100% of pursuing and literally chasing her out of his life. And he can't recognize it and won't admit that to himself. And then it's it's interesting. Then you hear him. He's like, "Well, it's nice to hear that from another person because deep down they know they're they're bullshitting themselves." But when I that's why they hire me is like I come in and point all these things out, everything that they're doing wrong to turn the girl off because I can hear the things that, that he's sharing with me that the girl is saying to him, which tells you everything you need to know about what's really going on. That's that's why even when a guy's bullshitting me in a phone session. And trying to pretend like everything he's doing everything right when he shares what the woman says and what the woman does is because women are so predictable when you understand them. It's like, oh, I can tell exactly what's going on and then point that out to them. So we've got you know, these two emails. Both of these guys have some of that going on with them. And so it's like when you really care about something, when you really like something, when you're really attracted, when you're learning this stuff. How do you keep from bullshitting yourself? How do you keep from lying to yourself and projecting your fantasies? Like you'll see in the, the, the second email, like, guys, he's read my book over 33 times, and yet he's with a straight face going, oh, yeah, well, it's kind of a comment. She's got a fiancé for six years, and, and she's hitting on me. What do I do? How do I play that? Even though he's been following me for many, many years, it's not clicking going, uh, if she's willing to cheat on her boyfriend or her fiancé in this case with you, She'll do it to you eventually. But it's like, no, how do I plan? How do I get her? How do I get her to like me? It's just that whole mindset. Instead of being a selective man who is only going to date women he really likes, but most importantly, who like him back and treat him properly and who have high character traits. But yet these guys just, they completely bullshit themselves. So he says, this first guy's email says, dude, love your work. I've read and listened to your book seven times and I listen to it daily when I work out. My ex-girlfriend treated me like trash. Well, no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. Whatever you tolerate, you invite more of. If you're having a problem like this guy is with the quality of the women he's attracting, obviously he is staying engaged with women when he sees low character traits he's not disengaging and if if you're one of those people that maybe you had a family member that had drug or alcohol issues or some kind of addiction issues or they had mental health issues and you grew up making excuses for that person ex- making excuses to their boss or their oh, really sick when in reality they're they're hung over and passed out when you grow up in a household where everybody is in essence enabling somebody's either addiction behavior or they've got mental health things that they're they're covering up for 
you'll tend to gravitate towards people that you're trying to save, people that you're trying to fix. Oh, she'd be a perfect girlfriend if I could just fix this about her, just like women do all the time. Oh, he'd be the perfect boyfriend if I could just fix this. And yet we completely ignore reality that to most of us, as we're listening to this person that's close to us, tell us their story of who they're interacting with, we can see exactly why they need to not be involved with that person. But when they project the fantasy of what they want and they're emotionally anchored to it, all the logic and reason and things that are totally obvious to most of us just go right out the door. And as Ayn Rand said, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. So back to our email. He says, I dumped her via letter about a year ago. He says, thanks for the idea, Platoon movie. So in the movie Platoon, I guess there was some dude who dumped his girl through a letter. That might have been a, a different movie. I think it might have been Hamburger Hill, if I'm not mistaken. Because there was a part in the movie where they're, they're sitting around and they're reading their letters. The mail has just come. And, you know, this guy's got a letter, like a Dear John letter from his girlfriend, basically said she's not going to write him anymore and doesn't want to be with him because he's a baby killer. Because it was back when all the hippie stuff was going on in the uh, late 60s. So maybe, maybe that was where he got the idea. I don't remember that part of Platoon, but then again, I haven't seen Platoon in many decades. Good movie, though. He says it was very mean. He said... <laughs> It was a very mean fuck you. I deserve better than you. Good luck with life. It's not me. It's you, Letter. He says, I deeply regretted dumping her a while ago, but it motivated me. I did a triathlon. I lost seven inches off my waist, which was 45 pounds. So obviously he was overweight, and you can understand somebody that's extremely overweight. It's probably been ridiculed about it. They're going to be insecure about that. In other words, they're going to have a negative self-perception. They're going to think less of themselves, whether they realize it or not. And as Tony Robbins said, people will act consistently with how they view themselves to be. And it doesn't matter whether the view is accurate or not. If you don't feel you're worthy or deserving of love, you'll stay around in, in a relationship or trying to date somebody that treats you exactly that way, that makes you feel like you're not worthy and deserving of love. They'll withhold it from you, and yet you'll stay engaged just like the client I was talking about earlier who's doing 100% of the pursuing and his girlfriend is trying to push him away, trying to make it obvious without being rude that she doesn't even want to see him or be around him. And yet he's going, oh, I love this girl. How do I, how do I get her to like me more? How do I get her to pay attention to me? And he's instead of backing off and matching and mirroring her lack of enthusiasm, he pursues more because, as he said, he was in a state of fear. He's afraid of losing her. I was like, dude, you're going to make happen exactly what you're afraid of. You're literally going to chase her out of your life. He says, I applied at Wharton and Harvard grad programs. I've got women at bars in my country club hitting on me. I went to a high school reunion. I had the prom queen hitting on me. No thanks, he says. I bought an entire new high-end Italian wardrobe and I focused on my business. Without the distraction of a girl, I made a million bucks last year. When she got my Dear John letter, she had one of my extra vehicles I was letting her use since she didn't have a car. Does it sound like this guy who makes a million dollars a year is dating a woman that's on his level or his caliber? No. It sounds like he dated was dating a project. Oh, she'd be perfect. I could just fix this about her. He says, I hired a private firm to repo my truck back when she was working. She had trashed it. Trash everywhere. 
panties in the glove box, three flat tires, broken radio, dead lights, and blinkers. Guess what? She emailed me a bit ago. I had heard nothing from her in about a year. She didn't even email or text when I shipped her shit back to her when I moved to my new top floor condo. Apparently, she's now engaged and is getting evicted. She sounds like a real winner. But notice this guy is several times. Like, Let me go over the last statement. When I moved into my new top floor condo, he's, and remember he got the expensive Italian suit, so he's very focused on money, how much he's making, and his success. So what do you think he's talking about when he meets women? He's probably bragging about his accomplishments. He's probably got his Rolex and his gold rings and his gold chains and whatever kind of bling he's wearing, an expensive car or whatever, and he's going to places and showing off, trying to prove to the world, hey, I'm successful. And so if you go out putting that into the world and you your success your identity if you will is all associated with your expensive suits how much you make your expensive watches your expensive cars your penthouse that you're living at you're obviously trying to make up for what you feel a lack of inside which is self-confidence so you're going into the world letting everybody know how rich and successful you are and so what's happening is that you're attracting women who are attracted to the stuff not you but to your stuff so if you're going to continue to go through the world and brag about what you have and be very gaudy about it wearing expensive suits with the expensive chains and acting like a big big shot when maybe reality is you don't really you're really not that big of a big shot you're going to attract women they're going to fall in love or be attracted to the image because of what you can do for them it's like the same kind of vibe as dudes that, you know, think seeking arrangement is a good website to date and find girlfriends on. It's a transactional based website. The women are there. They're willing to give out the pussy for money and stuff. And then the guys wonder why, because I've done countless phone sessions over the years with dudes that got involved with women that they met on seeking arrangement and other things like that. And then they wonder why it's like horse trading or when they stop, they end up just basically paying your bills. It's because it's you're, you're basically dating a glorified hooker. Is That's what you're doing. And you're trying to turn a hoe into a housewife. And yet they don't make the connection, even though they might have been following me for years. Because, again, they're bullshitting themselves. They're projecting their fantasy and ignoring reality. And the real reason these women pay attention to them is because of all their bling and their money and how they're going about it. He says, while he says, apparently she's now engaged in getting evicted while she wants to meet me for a drink. She can't. Saying her fiance is a lunatic and would blow up if she knew or if he knew she was asking me for help. So she wants to meet him for a drink, but she can't. So that sounds like he's entertaining it. That sounds like he's trying to get her to spend time with him. That doesn't sound like a guy who perceives himself as having options. That sounds like a guy who perceives himself as being desperate. He says she never asked for money, but just asked for advice on her landlord situation. Yeah, it's like the damsel in distress. Oh, these are all my poor problems. Because more than likely in the past, he'd write the check or give her money. He says, I gave her my most precious resource, which was my time, and told her how to handle things. She's basically completely fucked. Well, that was your best thinking at the time.
you being in a relationship with her was your best thinking. He, so he says, pre-coach Corey Wayne, me, would have said, oh, sweetheart, you need a car? Here, let me go get you one. Oh, you need a few grand? How would you like it? Zell, Venmo, or cash? Post Corey, you get the privilege of a response to address the situation of your own making. Now the issue. He says, with the exception of my country club, the women I'm meeting in person or on apps are total trash. Well, you should be meeting women in person. So if you want to you want to meet and date high character women, it's like, well, that's why. It's like people who join a country club typically have money. So if you're meeting people there, maybe they're the daughters of other successful people and probably they've been raised right people that make more money typically tend to eat better and be healthier and be more likely to be concerned about eating right being fit staying in shape and looking good and have more character but if you're on websites like seeking arrangement or you're on a i mean it's like what i noticed several years ago last time i was on the online dating apps was that i couldn't believe how many women were on the regular dating apps, Hinge and the other things, pretending that they're there looking to date when in reality they're just looking for gullible guys that are desperate, that are willing to drop a couple grand a week to hang out and have fun and hook up and basically get paid. Basically hookers. There's a lot of hookers on those dating apps. And if you've got a beautiful woman, comes from a good family, She's got a good social circle, good social life, a lot of girlfriends. She does things that, you know, socially with her friends. She's not out clubbing all the time. Those women, they're getting approached all the time in their daily lives. They're not going to be on Tinder or the dating apps. That just girls like that, they don't need to be there because they get so much attention in their social lives. And so it's important that if you want to meet those kinds of women, you got to put yourself. You, it's about setup. You got to put yourself in situations where those kind of women are. He meets good quality women at the country club, but the women that he's meeting on the streets, just regular random women on the streets or the dating apps, he says are total trash. So, obviously, if you're fishing in crappy water and you don't like the quality of the fish that you're getting, you need to fish somewhere else. So if you're meeting good quality women at your country club, well, where else can you go or belong to? Maybe a yacht club or maybe some other kind of private club that you can join. you got to get into a social circle where other successful, well-off people are hanging out. It's like the difference between going to like a, a regular gym like a Planet Fitness or what is it, Equinox, I think is the other one, which is much more expensive. So... You're going to get a different type of clientele. People with a lot of money are going to go spend the money to go to an expensive type of gym. It's just you're going to you got to think about the quality that you're looking for. You know, if you're going on seeking arrangement or you're trying to pick up chicks at the local titty bar, you shouldn't be surprised that they act like trailer trash. So he says, they seemingly just want my money and or to mooch off of me at the country club. Private pool, a poolside cocktail service, yes please. Well again, just like I said, the suit, the bling, my penthouse, I made a million dollars last year. It's I had a friend like this in, in my 20s that was always talking about his car because he used to flip, um, he used to buy older Porsches and fix them up. He built his own fuel injection system, everything. And 
really make these badass cars and then he would sell them he'd make good you know 10 15 20 grand on these cars it would you know the project it would take a year or so to get everything fixed up then he would drive it around for a year he usually had two of them going and then he would sell one of them make a bunch of money and then and then buy another one he was always talking about he was always talking about his watch he was very flashy he was a good looking dude but all the women that he attracted were just basically like this guy. They were attracted to the bling and the things and what he could do for them and not that person. So my suggestion to you is to dress like a regular dude. Stop dressing and accessorizing yourself with things that attract flies. What I've noticed about people with money, like one of my neighbors when I lived down in South Beach, he was a billionaire. And a dude dressed like me wore shorts, t-shirts, flip-flops, he wasn't wearing gold everywhere. It's like the dude was incredibly wealthy, but he was the coolest, most regular dude. And if you just met him on the street, you'd think it's some guy making, you know, 30, 40 grand a year. Just the nicest, kindest dude, but he's a titan in business. He was born into it, but he and the rest of his family have been able to maintain it for several generations now and grow the family's wealth. So it's what, you know, you got to think about what you're doing to fish if you will if you're very flashy and into superficial things you're going to attract superficial women how do we quickly and easily weed out the trash well dress like a normal guy number one and stop talking about all your accomplishments and how much money you have and and wearing things that attract that kind of women and then you lean in on your personality and then you know that a woman is with you because she likes you for you not because you were bragging about all how much you made he says, my last date took about a grand in cash from my wallet when we went back to my place after dinner and martinis. Again, it's like you sound very transactional and the women that you're dating, it sounds like a, a chick that you met on Seeking Arrangement or you took took home a stripper or somebody like that. It's, that that's on you, dude. If you constantly attract the same kind of women, it's you, you're the problem. So let's go to the second guy's email. He's, his, his title is, she's engaged but shows signs of attraction. What to do? Never mow another man's lawn. I mean, we all know that, right? This guy's been you know following me since 2023 20, years, and there's been countless emails where I've gone over similar situations, yet here he is going, oh, yeah, I think it's a good idea to try and get involved with this girl that's engaged. He says, good morning, coach. I hope this finds you well. I'm a big fan of yourself and your work, and I've been following you since May of 2020. During a time that I was finding it partic particularly difficult with a girl. However, that's a closed chapter, so on to my current situation. After walking away from that girl, who had originally been the reason why I found you and your work, due to her friend zoning me, I began a long recovery journey, which is still ongoing today. I read your book 33 times, one for each year of my life in bad social conditioning. I know 3% man so well i could give a university lecture on it well before you can teach you must know it's one thing to know the material but it's another to actually embody it you got to practice it he says about a couple months ago i started a new job in mental health which is my area of study in my new place of work i am surrounded by women with a ratio of 27 women to three men with me being one of the three as I know the qualities of an alpha, what an alpha male are and having done a lot of work myself, I feel more confident than ever and I'm the company's clown. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. 
every girl I talk to, including my line manager, has a heartfelt laugh at what I say and gives me signs of attraction, but here's the situation. One of my colleagues who has been engaged to her partner for six years has recently started giving me quite overt signs of attraction. Well, you attract how you act. And so if you're encouraging a woman who's engaged to another man to continue to show you attention and try to grow her attraction, well, you're basically putting the vibe into the world that you are totally down to hang out with lying, cheating women who have no integrity. Because character is destiny. And what you're communicating to the universe is like, oh, yeah, I'm all about women that are willing to cheat on their spouses. I'm all about women that want to cheat on their fiancés. I'm all about women that want to cheat on their boyfriends. I mean, in all the movies, what is it? what you see often is you'll see a guy's with a woman he's not that into, a real hot girl's with a guy that's kind of a jerk, and then he's not happy, she's not happy with the jerk that she's with, and then they meet, and then they have chemistry. He leaves his girlfriend he's not that into, she bounces back and forth between the jerk and potentially him, then goes back to the jerk. And then ultimately they live happily ever after because she finally leaves the jerk and everything's perfect. But character is destiny. If she cheats on him, she'll cheat on you. And if you're encouraging that kind of behavior, you, will, you should not be surprised that down the road when she cheats on you or somebody else cheats on you because you're inviting it. You're communicating that you're cool with it and you want that in your life. She flirts with me and I flirt back. She busts my balls and I bust hers. She giggles and laughs at everything I say, even when it would be inappropriate to do so. Last Friday, while on a team's work call, she went on a team's breakout room with me only. She obviously wanted to be alone with me, huh? Ha ha, or ha, he says. And then said the following words. Adjust your screen. I want to see that beautiful face. And with a really malicious tone, I replied jokingly, bet that's the most beautiful face you've ever seen. And I gave her a quick wink, and of course she laughed. But at the end of the day, she's with somebody else. As I was saying, she's been engaged for six years. My question to you is what is the best course of action would be in this situation? Well, you're always going to treat all women the same, but you also got to recognize that, hey, you got a fiancé. It'd be a different story if we were both single, but... You got a fiance and I don't I don't get involved with women that are married, women that are engaged, or women that have boyfriends. I just I don't do that. If you if it doesn't work out, let me know. But I it's not gonna go any further than that. So I'd be playful, I'd tease her at work, but I wouldn't be in hey, let's go meet for a drink or let's go to lunch together. I wouldn't be doing any of those things. Even just you and her going to lunch together is going to cause other people in the office to think something is going on. And if everybody knows her fiancé, he comes to company functions and things like that, that's just not a good situation. He says, please, please keep in mind she's my colleague. She's engaged and 10 years younger than me. I'm now 34. So that means this girl's 24. And I guess she's been engaged since she was 18 years old. If she was single and not a colleague, I would know exactly what to do given the situation. I'd joke around, I'd laugh, I'd have fun with her, but I would not meet her alone, one-on-one. -on -one. I'd always make sure there were other people there. And if she starts telling you about how unhappy she is with her fiancé and what he, a jerk he is and how funny and awesome you are, you say, hey, I appreciate the com compliment, but it, it's not going to go anywhere between you and I because you're still with your fiancé. If you're unhappy with him, 
and you know you don't want to be with him and you know you don't want to marry him, then you should break it off because it's not fair to him or you. And if you ever do break it off and, or it doesn't work out and you're single, let me know. We can go out. But other than that, we only thing we can be is work colleagues. That's it. We can be work colleagues. We can be friends at work. But we're not going to hang out. We're not going to go to drinks. We're not going to do anything one-on-one. We can go out as a group with everybody. But nothing's going to happen as long as you're in a relationship. I just I don't get involved with women that are have boyfriends or husbands or fiancés. It's just that's a red line. I don't do it doesn't work for me that's if the conversation comes up which more than likely it sounds like she's already hinting at things but that's part of your job as a man is to hold other people accountable including yourself to the standards that you set you shouldn't be encouraging ratchet behavior because you attract how you act if you encourage women that you're with to cheat on their boyfriends their husbands or their fiancés with you you're at some point going to reap that karma and you're going to get cheated on. So, like I said, you can see after going through these emails, it's just guys are like, oh, this is a great idea. Great idea to get involved with these kinds of women, even though most of us would see that things are, are pretty obvious here. So if you got a question or challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I... We'll talk to you soon.